Hey guys, I want to tell you about Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. And how do I know? Because Todd Orndorff on a podcast now switched to Anchor. And it's absolutely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Can you imagine not having to lug all of your equipment every place you go to do an interview or record? You can do it all right from your phone. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to be heard, they send you there. You do the fun stuff, they do the hard stuff. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Don't make people think I do that. You might as well have. I don't do that. It got to the point where I straight up looked over him. I'm like, are you done? Do you need to go to the bathroom? And dead in his sleep, he goes, what, did I fart? We're talking about a man. That's me. He's esteemed. Uh-huh. He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. Woo! Damn near every corner of the globe. That's far. Mr. Tuttle. Let's go. I'm a podcast veteran. Been in the game for 10 years. I got the co-host that knows most. And that's Johnny. And I'm Toddy. This is the TC. What's up? What's up? Good evening to you. This is Todd on the front of Toddcast. Come back from the great state of PA. Central. To be exact. My name is Todd Ornorv. I'll be your freaking party host this evening. <sighs> Along with me today is Johnny. Johnny, we finish. The hype man for tattooed in the wild. I don't know how you say the Caso Ella Jerke, whatever. Hey, here we are. Let's just do this. This is the best intro I've ever heard. Johnny, we have a third two weeks in a row, my man. That's awesome. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I don't want to introduce this person. Will you please introduce this person? This would be the hashtag smoking hot, soon to be wife, Miss Tawny Ray herself. Welcome to the show, my dear. Hello. I'm nervous, John. Nee. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. You can call me John. Johnny. I've been called worse. I'm kind of nervous, but man. I don't know what's going to happen. But anytime that, anytime that she says, anytime she volunteers to be on the show, I'm pretty much terrified. Not going to lie. <laughs> no, well, we talked about this on the last week's show because you all had a wonderful trip to New York, and there were some things that happened, and we knew we were going to talk about it on the show. We were going to do it last week, but then we had special guest Sir Justin Time from the Atomic Drop Show on, and so that kind of got pushed to the side because she wasn't feeling well anyway. That's the only reason why it got pushed to the side. So we have Miss Tony Ray on the mic tonight. So I, I want to hear about this New York trip. Well, you know, first of all, you know, we went out there because we got our Christmas tickets. Um, Queener's a favorite band of all time, and the number one Queen tribute band in the world was playing in New York City, so we decided to take a trip up. And uh, the the reason why this kind of needs to be talked about 
is because obviously we spoke about it on the show, but there were some interesting events and some things that we witnessed firsthand that that happened. And uh, where do you want to start? Um, where it began, exactly where it began. We pulled up to the scariest, murderous-looking vacant hotel I have ever seen or stayed in in my entire life. And I was dead serious that I was, like, not staying there. We were going somewhere else because someone was going to be lurking under my damn bed coming out to murder me in the middle of the night. Now, when now when when she describes this hotel, I won't put the name of the hotel out there, but it's a chain hotel. But when you're staying in Secaucus, New Jersey, not all not all hotels seem to be taken care of the way they normally would in the middle of I don't know where we live in a pretty nice area. So we go there, and the reason why we picked this place is because it was. Um, you know, we, we, we didn't want to spend a ton of money on the trip, if possible, right? right? Oh, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You hold up a sec. Uh-oh. I assumed we were staying at a different hotel. And then we completely missed this hotel first. Because it literally looks like some building that has been, like, abandoned forever. <laughs> Online, it looks phenomenal. They really have a choice photographer to come in. And I don't know how they took photos of this place to make it look the way they did online. But that photographer better, better be paid (laughs) some good wages. (laughs) Our hotel room, it looked like it had black mold in it, didn't it? I am 90% sure there was black mold all over that back wall by the window. Oh, no. Dude, I kidding you. Like, it looked like black mold. And, uh... The baseboards... Was it called... The baseboards were base- peeling. Peeling off the wall. Oh, no. We was couldn't it called get base it motel? to warm up. At all. And... I think right before we left for the first evening to go out and, like, go out and about, there was weird, like, dirty, wet liquid that had dried that was dripping down the wall. (laughs) So that was the first experience. Not to mention, not to mention the creepy-ass fact that we were the only people in the entire hotel. How many hotels have you ever gone to where you're the only people there? Yeah, that's kind of... Well, they made a movie about that. Can you hear Yeah, me? yeah, I know. And people died in okay, that movie. It, yeah, it was called Base Motel. So we leave the hotel and we... Um, we what did we do? Went over to Target. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> so last year we went to New York City... Uh, on like a birthday trip right before Christmas. And we went to this one particular target and 
it looked like a bomb went off. It looked like people raided this place. It looked like self, like like somebody broke in and just trashed the whole joint. So that was a venue that like we desperately wanted to see again to see if they cleaned it up a year later. And uh, <laughs> turns out they did. And I'm not exaggerating by that, am I? Oh no, we walked in through the front door and there was literally a condom on the ground in between the first that's, door and the second door. That's right. It was open and used. Oh, yeah, just laying there. No. Yeah, so someone at Target was doing the dirty, dirty, and uh, they decided to leave their their um, remnants remnants behind. <laughs> somebody leaned over to get a cart, and somebody said, "Oh, got to have that." <laughs> <laughs> so we went back to the Target. It, it was uh, they must have had a new manager or something because it was all cleaned up, and. Um, and then we went, you know, had a little bit of fun. We hit up Dave and Buster's, hit up Cheesecake Factory on the border restaurant and stuff. It was a good time. But, like, the juiciness of this story all happens in the city. Yeah. So what was the... I'm not surprised. What was the first thing we experienced? Like, all the weird shit? Yeah. What was number one? Number one... There was a lot, Johnny. I feel like 90% of it happened at the concert, though. Yeah. But was the sewer dog the first thing? Oh. Johnny, we saw a rat the size of a freaking dog. I've been to New York City 20 times in my life, no no lie. And I've never in my life seen, you know, like one of those New York rats that they always talk about. Until yeah. two weeks ago. I saw my first rat, and there was a lady standing um, at the edge of the subway track. And she backed up and said, oh, my God, there's a rat. And I'm like, oh, my God, here's my chance, you know, finally. And sure enough. How is that somebody's first thought when a rat pops up? Because you always hear about the sewer rats. Oh, my God, i got to go see the sewer rat. So <laughs> I, like, I wanted to see Splinter, you know. It was New York City. So that's right. That's right. So I go over to the edge. She, she didn't come with me. I went over to the edge. No, because no one's going to lean over a train track. Well, when there's a New York rat, you do. So, Johnny, I saw this thing. I'm like staring and I'm like, I don't see it. I mean, if it's this big, how do I not see it? It was underneath the track and then it ran right under our feet, uh, like five, like straight down five feet below our feet. And I'm telling you, dude, this was a freaking wiener dog. <laughs> it was a total dong dog rat. That's hilarious. Dude, the thing is, it's, it's tail was, I bet you it was 14 inches long. Dude, I've heard about them. I mean, everybody's heard about them. Well, the, I, I'm, I, I'm kind of jealous that you got to, you all got to experience it, and I didn't see it. Yeah, well... <laughs> That wasn't the only thing we saw on the subway. Oh, good lord. I'm not going to... I won't put out there, obviously, what I do in my real life, but... There was a guy... So, we go down the steps of the subway, we see the rat, and all of a sudden we hear this, like, screaming and yelling. And we're, like, looking all around, and, uh... We... And, like, it's getting closer to us, right? 
Yeah, and mind yeah. you, this is the first time I have ever been in a subway, and I was so afraid because of all the horror stories you hear about New York City subways. And Of course. Oh, my God. So, and, and mind you, I reassured her that you know, all these people, you know, like like all the people who could be here right now, like what are the chances of something actually happening? Well, well when trip, it comes to happens. us, something always happens. So we're down there. Everything's going pretty smooth. We found where we needed to be. Um, it was a lot easier than I anticipated it being. And we're just standing there talking with a group of other people, getting on the same train. And then all of a sudden, there was just a man screaming and yelling. And you can just hear it echoing through the entire terminal. And we're trying to figure out where this is coming from. And then all of a sudden, this man comes like, power walking down the uh, terminal where everybody's standing and he's just screaming and yelling and obviously there are people standing on the other side of the track waiting for a different train so he's just screaming and yelling across there and we're thinking okay who who the hell's this guy screaming at and then here everyone comes to realize that he's literally screaming at someone who isn't there <laughs> he was screaming at some guy named captain who he was angry with because he clearly wasn't doing his job because he was being, what did he say? He was basically, he was being victimized in the subway terminal and Captain was not doing his damn job. And, and throughout that, he was talking about dead babies. and Oh my gosh, yeah. And then he was staring in a corner, a blank corner with no one in it. And he's pointing at it, yelling and screaming at some lady who wasn't, wasn't there, there saying that oh, she my. she took his children from him and that his baby was dead and then he started threatening some girls that were like walking in down the steps and I don't know if he was really seeing them or like what was going on but he was threatening to like slap women who were like it it got bad so so <clears throat> then knowing she's you know obviously uncomfortable already because the horror stories of subway and then seeing this. Horror stories of the subway. Of the, the subway. The, the subway, yeah. <laughs> Eating fresh is fine. But the New York subway is not. So um, so we're standing there, you know, and with my job, like, I, like, have to wrestle dudes sometimes. And, uh, and I have to, like, take them down and everything. And I was just, you know, like, I was in that mindset that you know, this may have to happen because there were some kids there and he's making them feel very uncomfortable. Well, where we were standing, Johnny, there was a garbage can not even two feet behind us. Like, if I leaned back, I may have been able to touch it. And he comes right behind me and, and Tawny, and he's leaning on this garbage can. He's two feet from us. And, and he's, he's just so eerily quiet all of a sudden. And it, it, I was, it, if he would have touched us, like I, I wouldn't have had any other choice but to do something. And like the whole time, I'm th I'm like, okay, like this is like I'm not getting paid for this this time. This sucks, you know. But I was thinking this was gonna have <laughs> yeah. to go down. Well, just just listening to the story is making me uncomfortable. I'm trying to sit in a chair and I can't sit still because I'm I'm already uncomfortable listening to the story because I'm trying to envision what I would be feeling if I were in your shoes. It, I, it was a lot of anxiety. Like, it was a lot of tension. And when he came, like, up behind us, I'm not kidding, I think Todd could tell I kind of wanted to cry. 
And, you know, I kind of turned my body so, like, my back wasn't exactly to his. I I, kind of turned to face her. She was on my left side. So just in case, like, he made a move, like, I wasn't blindsided or whatever. Like, I had my eye on the guy. You you kept him in your peripheral vision. Where did he end up going when the train – he ended up leaving somewhere. Nobody could find him, and then all of a sudden our train was there. Where did he go? I don't know. Probably down with the rat. I have no idea. He literally just, like, vanished. (laughs) No, dude. I'm not not shitting you right now. When you're sitting here telling me this story, I I can't sit still in my seat because I'm, like, I'm picturing all this shit going on in my head, and – where you say you position yourself between him and Tawny, I can exactly see what you're doing because that's what I would be doing. Mm. Guaranteed. Yeah. We've, I've told you the story about my, you know, about, uh, my wife and my daughter being up in New York and I stayed home and I couldn't sleep because I wasn't there to protect them. Dude, I can guarantee you I would have reacted the same freaking way. Guaranteed. It was weird, man, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's, it was, it was a very, very, very odd situation and made a lot of people there uncomfortable. And I don't know how often stuff like this happens, but like nobody was making eye contact with the guy. That's one thing I looked for because that can cause irritation in someone like that. And, but everybody was just, you know, like staring off, doing their own thing or whatever. And, and, Here's this freaking Jay Brown down there just hallucinating or some. He was like schizophrenic, dude. He he was out of control. But right. I think the scariest part about it was like it wasn't even that he was like yelling at someone who wasn't there. It was like he you could just feel that like if anyone were to say something or like like make eye contact with him, like he said, like it felt like he could just turn violent in like half a second. Like he gave off that kind of vibration. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. But other than that, the subway ride was really fun. We were able to like hop through the city on the subway. It was super freaking cheap. And, and we super could just freaking fast. Yeah. And we could just go from like one end of the town to the next and just like do whatever we wanted. And that was a lot of fun. Nice. And then comes, well, and then we roamed the city in snow for 15, well, how long was it? Total, it was like 15 hours we walked around in the snow. Wow. But, that was know, in like, New York, we right? We got to see some cool stuff, you know? We do a lot when we go places. <laughs> She's a photographer, so there were, you know, like, some spots and everything, and the one thing I want to point out is I never knew, of all this time that we've been together, I never ever knew how much of a natural on ice skate she was. <laughs> Johnny, do you have to see some videos of her ice skating? I think I saw a couple, brother. <laughs> I, I look like a newborn was, baby giraffe trying to walk for the first time. She was so freaking mad at you for recording. Did she, she was channeling her inner Nancy Kerrigan or whoever. She's the only one I can think of. But uh, no, there was a lot of grace in her step. There was a lot of... Uh, she was slick, for sure. It was funny. I almost took out a kid trying to get to the wall. I saw that. I saw that. That was in the video. Because you said, oh, I'm sorry. 
Trust me. Trust me when I tell you. Trust me when I tell you, Miss Tawny. You did way better than I would do because <laughs> I would have been on the ice with a broken hip. You know, like I, I've been ice skating before and stuff, and so she's like holding my hand, and I'm, you know, trying to keep her float, and uh, she kept yelling at me for going too fast, and I'm literally like point zero one miles an hour, dude. <laughs> I saw the video, dude. It was great. It was great, and you didn't hold her hand the whole time. No, because I, 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 there was a lot of times I stayed in front of her and I made her try to catch up to me. <laughs> you did was, not appreciate but, the fact but, that but I the was part still about in the, the baby steps. The part about the kid, I saw that. <laughs> but, you know, uh, ice skating in Central Park, we got to scratch it off to the bucket list for her, so that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And, nice. Nice. Uh, and then we went to the concert where the where the good stuff happens. Oh, yeah. man. Johnny, if you could imagine it, it, if you could imagine going to an excellent concert, having Don Juan, a hooker, and Jeffrey Dahmer by you, that's what we had. <laughs> that is the best description I've ever heard. Rico Suave was right beside us with a $3,000 hooker who... Who he questioned the hooker on why he had to pay more than who was it, Angel? Angel. Some guy named Angel. He was he so was concerned as to why he was being charged more than Angel. <laughs> and then Jeffrey Dahmer was to our right. That guy. If you look at any old photo of Jeffrey Dahmer, the height, the gangliness, the, the glasses, the hair, the scruffy Facial the bad hair. dance moves. Oh my god, he was dancing like he was like an electrocuted noodle. It, he looked like if okay, look if you if you take Jeffrey Dahmer and Bill Nye the Science Guy and you 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 put them both in a blender and pour them out, that's who this guy is. Oh no! And I am not even kidding you. In an entire like standing room where we were. There were so many people in there, but there was still an easy three-foot radius around this man. Because if you got anywhere close to him while he was dancing, you were getting knocked out. He was <laughs> flailing all over the place. He he was a gangly man with no... He was a gangly white man with no rhythm. He put... I mean... Look, he, my, he, he, he gave the mosh pit a new meaning, huh? Well, he honestly, he was making everybody mad. So, like, like if 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 he were to try to body surf, he he was making people so mad, like nobody would catch him. Wow. So we got to start with with Don Juan and the hooker. Okay. Yeah, he, I kept Todd was getting so mad. I I kept so many tabs. On these people, like I just I couldn't help it. They she were so how, they were so distracting. She knows how much his bracelet was. She was eavesdropping so much. <laughs> what was it? A forty thousand dollar bracelet? Oh, something like that. A forty thousand dollar diamond bracelet. He had he had on the most bedazzled jacket I've ever seen. Oh this my thing God. was sequ- had sequins on it from head to toe, start to finish. And, uh, you know, everybody else is there in, like, queen or almost queen band t-shirts. And here the, and here this dude is, 50 years old, 
S and P hair, slick back, extremely Cuban, had the accent, and he's got some chick with him who charged him three thousand bucks. <laughs> In a red leather mini skirt, mind you. That was not attractive. <laughs> the craziest part just, of this entire scenario story. was the fact that 90% of this was going on before the concert started. So I was, it was so easy to just hear everything they were talking about. And this is how we discovered that she was a hooker because he blatantly, like he just blatantly blurts out that, you know, his wife doesn't need to know. And whenever they're done here, they're going to go out clubbing and go do this, that, and the other thing. And that's when they start talking about, Angel and why am I being charged more than Angel? And you could definitely tell he was trying to get this girl drunk. He left every like two minutes to go pick up a new white claw. <laughs> <laughs> a new white claw? I gotta love it. <laughs> oh god. So let's see. So alright, so this is happening. Okay, we discovered we discovered she's a hooker because everyone around us was like, there's no way these two are like a couple. Like, they're so weird. Like, they're just so weird together. Every five seconds. Have you ever seen those people? Or, you know what? Here we go. Teenagers. Okay. Have you ever seen those teenagers that are out at the mall or out somewhere and like every five minutes they have to like touch each other in some way? <laughs> Do you know what I okay. mean? Can you see it? Yeah. Okay. So he's standing there and... I swear to God, they're just having a conversation. And in the middle of the conversation, for no freaking reason, he'll just, like, reach around and, like, grab her butt. Or he'll just, like, stand there and he'll just, like, like, <laughs> like run his hand down her boobs. And, like, like it was nothing. And we're all just, like, standing there, like, what the hell is going on? And it was like no one else was there. And it was the most bizarre thing. And then to the right of us, while all this is going on, to the right of us, we have Jeffrey Dahmer... Over here with what we're assuming is his wife? No, it's a date. Oh, that was his date? It was a date. <gasps> no way. It was a date. Oh, my God. Okay, so that makes it even worse. So Jeffrey Dahmer's <laughs> over here with a date, and he's dancing like this crazy psycho limp noodle thing, and every once in a while, he'll stop. And this is what made him seem like Jeffrey Dahmer. He would just stop. He'd get really, like, weird and quiet and just kind of, like, stare at this woman. And then he, like, grabbed her, like, up under her hair and just started, like, pulling on her. And he was, like, sucking on her ear and, like, b like biting her, like, on the side of the face and the neck. And she kept, like, trying to pull away from him. And it got so bad to a point where this, like, this dad was there with his daughter who was probably, like, 14. Oh, was she 14? Probably around 14. And a group of her friends. And it got to the point where this 14-year-old girl looks at this older woman and goes, are you okay? Do you need help? Literally asked <laughs> the lady if she needed help. If she needed help, because everyone thought that this dude was, like, keeping her hostage. Oh, my. And then Jeffrey Dahmer starts harassing the 14-year-old for asking this woman... And we're not quite sure what exactly he said, but it was enough to cause the father standing there. And let, let me just say this. Being someone who has been in mar martial arts, um, you can tell 
small little built guys who um, look like they probably got like a good couple of belts under them in jujitsu. Um, he's standing yeah. there, okay? He's just this little guy, right? He's probably like my height. He was built like an amateur wrestler. Oh, yeah. And so this Jeffrey Dahmer is like harassing his daughter and he didn't see him behind there. And the guy straight up walks right up to him, little little four foot tall, all of him. And he goes, the fucking band is up there. Watch it. Several different times. He goes, it's up there. Turn around. Watch it. It's up there. Like, that's all he kept saying. And this guy was getting so mad. He was getting in his face. He was he it got to the point where he was threatening this little guy. And his daughter, his daughter's a rock star because she took it upon herself. She made it to the front of the entire like standing area where we were and was able to get two security guards to come and basically force that guy out of there. And so, so the bouncers came and, um, um, they made him leave. He didn't want to leave, but, uh, but they said to him, Hey, look, we're not throwing you out. We just need to go have a conversation. And when the bouncers walked him out, like he literally annoyed the entire crowd when he got walking out, everybody was cheering everybody was clapping oh, like everyone went nuts he, there is no like he he literally turned like he he turned the whole crowd against him just by pretty much his terrible dance moves and his <laughs> and the fact that he wants to <laughs> chew on his date's ear like he was chewing on her john literally oh, everyone was positive that if they left that place together he was taking her to some hotel somewhere and dismembering her. Well, not our hotel. He wouldn't even do that. That place was bad. <laughs> All right, so here's where well, it gets real good. Ready? Here's where it gets real, real good. Yep. So the band starts playing, and <laughs> so we still have Don Juan <laughs> and his favorite hooker in front of us, right? So, yep. oh, Lord. Oh, I can't. I don't know how to. I don't know how to say this. I don't. Do you know Just what I'm saying? Say? No, I don't. I have no idea where you're going right now. No, you have to. I don't. Okay, this man. Remember how I told you every five minutes he's got to like touch her somehow. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Johnny, listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this fifty-some-year-old man in front of everybody. Five hundred plus. Licks his fingers. And sticks them right up her skirt. In front of everybody. And not just once. Not just once. In the middle of a full-blown, just like, dancing around conversation. Just like, slipped it like right up the back there. Stuck a little like, finger up there. Dude, this is... We were the third row. They were the second row. They were right in front of us. Do you know what that was? What? Oh, Johnny. (laughs) Say it. Come on, man. Say it. It's not true. Say it. (laughs) He gave her the Tawny Ray two-finger twist, (laughs) baby. That's exactly what it was, the Tawny two-finger twister. But all all this stuff happened in a day, dude. Oh, don't forget that. Hotel, Jeffrey Dahmer, (laughs) 
don't forget the girl and the guy that were standing like right next to them. Somehow, no. at some point in time, this chick took some acid somewhere and she was totally fine. And then all of a sudden, she's like, she's like fallen all over the place and like literally fell down in the middle of everyone and like knocked people over in her wake. Oh my gosh. But I, I missed a good time. This was a night to remember. But the one cool thing though, um, so I got her the tickets and because Queen's a favorite band and this band was absolutely awesome. If anybody ever has a chance to go see almost Queen do it, it's the best concert I've ever been to. And they're just a tribute band. They're they were the most it was I've been to hundreds of concerts and this was hands down the best concert I've ever been to despite all yeah. of the craziness but the guy who played Freddie Mercury was an absolute genius the guy was incredible and in the middle of the second song he takes his glasses off and throws them into the crowd and Miss Tawny caught them so that was pretty cool that was awesome yeah freaking badass i saw the picture i'm like when you posted that i'm like you got to be kidding me that's so freaking awesome yeah dude it was a good that time was it was an interesting cool time I'm, I'm about stories man if i go places i just want stories that's all i care about and lord knows we got our stories on this trip oh we did we did no doubt about it yeah when when tawny posted the pictures of the uh sunglasses i'm like no way this isn't real i I te- I th- did, Todd, I think I texted you. No way. You're like, yeah, she did. She caught the glasses. I did. I straight up cool just put shit. my hand up and just snatched them. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool as shit. So that's, uh, that's pretty much New York in a nutshell, man. It was a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely, uh, that was definitely a night to remember. Hell, you know I kept up with y'all all weekend. I, I was so glad y'all had a good time. I knew y'all had some great experiences and and uh, definitely memories being made for sure, and also the craziness that y'all went through. Because y- you and I talked that weekend back and forth. And I'm like, nah, it didn't happen. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah I freaking saw a wiener rat. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was some good wieners. shit. <laughs> we're not done. I forgot. You reminded me. Uh, so we are trying to find our way home. We. Uh, What's that have to do with wieners? The Wiener guy. Old man Wiener. <gasps> Johnny. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. Before you tell that, before you tell that. So all of our travel through New York was super seamless, super smooth, not an issue at all. Until it's after the concert, it's 1230 at night, and we're trying to get a bus to go back to New Jersey. And then... We can't find a single person to help us figure out where we got to go. People kept directing us to the wrong areas that we needed to go. And we kept having these people. They were coming up to us. and They're like, oh, hey, I know how to help you. I know how to do this, that, and the other thing. And then they would try to, like, point you in the direction and then want money from you to try to, like, point you in a direction. And upon walking through these uh, bus terminals, trying to find a bus back to New Jersey, we encountered some things so she needed to use the bathroom really really bad so as we're trying to find our way home they're at the um where the new jersey transit is to to take the bus 10 miles back over to the hotel across the hudson we uh we're in his place she's going to use the bathroom and there is this guy 
walking, old guy, probably 60-something, looked, he looked like crap. This he, man did not know where he was. Yeah, he didn't know where, he was stumbling all around, and uh, <laughs> his jeans were about sock height, dude. He's walking around totally hanging wang. Just stumbling all around, <laughs> pants keep falling down. He kept trying to pull his pants up and hold his pants, and at one point, he's just walking through the terminal with his pants at his ankles. <laughs> no undies on. <laughs> there was no skitters on. He's pulling his pants up, and he's trying to pull his pants up, and he's flopped over the, he's flopped over his button, just hey, walking around. <laughs> Oh, so, uh, yeah, not only did we see Wiener Dog Rats, we saw Wiener too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I knew this was going to be a good episode. I just knew it. I, I've been waiting to hear these stories. I, I've heard them from you all, bits and pieces, but hadn't got everything yet. So, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad I'm, we're doing this episode. <laughs> then, actually, the next morning we go to a... <laughs> Next morning, we tried to go to a buffet. Yeah, it was a breakfast buffet, right? It, it said, the name of this place is called Bagel Buffet. It's in walking distance of the hotel. If you know Secaucus, New Jersey, and if you know the Bagel Buffet, you can probably figure out where the scary motel is, or hotel is. <gasps> we forgot to mention the giant van in there. What are you talking about? Okay, okay, so sidetrack real quick. I totally forgot about this until right now. So this hotel used to be a part of another hotel, but it literally looks like someone just came in and like chopped it in half. I, I think it fell apart in the middle. It so literally, literally looks like someone just came in and like <laughs> chopped the whole thing in half. Okay. So that was weird, but we go to pull in and there is a giant van sitting in the parking lot. And meanwhile, that's literally the only vehicle in the entire place. Like, th this didn't even look like a hotel. I was certain we were in the wrong place. And we were, like, driving past it, and there was literally, like, so much stuff jam-packed in this van that I'm pretty sure the people who run the hotel are living out of that van. Because they don't want to live in their own hotel it's so bad. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the... Yeah, okay, I remember now. Yeah, parked right there next to the road. Yeah, ne yeah. Yeah, there was enough room for someone to sit in the driver's seat. If that. Wow. But, so, the next morning, we're like, hey, let's go get some breakfast or whatever. We saw a sign on the way back to the hotel called The Bagel Buffet. We go to walk in. They sell bagels. There's no buffet. <laughs> there was one little cabinet of bagels, and then the rest of it was like deli meat. There was there was about a four foot section of bagels. The rest was freaking pre made uh, paninis, and uh, there was absolutely zero buffet. Hey, <laughs> take your pick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It was definitely a trip oh. to remember. So I think we ended up just going uh, to Duncan. Yeah, so we went to Duncan. <laughs> How about that, Johnny? We found a Duncan. Wait, what? 
No surprise you found a Duncan. It doesn't matter where we go. I can always find a Duncan, and I can always find a Target. There you go. And just like me, I can. Uh, I always know where Kroger is. <laughs> <sighs> so that was that was the trip, young man. Yep, that was the trip. Uh, dude, I've been looking forward to this freaking episode. I, like I said, I I followed you all that weekend. I saw the posts. I saw the videos. I loved it. I know you all had a great time. Even through all the weirdness, I knew you all had a great time. And, you know, me being a parent as well, when you can get away for a little while, it's a breath of fresh air. I'm not going to lie. It's a breath of fresh air. And I'm so glad that you all got to enjoy that between yourselves. Just yeah. just putting that out there. We're both yawning over here. Uh, yeah, well, so am I. Like I said, like like I said, I know how it is to be parents and the responsibility that it takes, and you don't have time for yourselves a lot of times. So I was so happy to see y'all get away. I'm glad y'all had a good time. I'm glad y'all got to experience some weird shit. I'm just glad y'all got that time. It doesn't matter what we do or where we go. There is always some weird shit that goes on. I'm glad we're not dead. Well, well, I'm glad I'm glad you're not too. <laughs> well, I'm just saying there's multiple chances. I mean, they're not that bad. <laughs> there were multiple chances where we could have died, starting with the hotel. That hotel. Listen, when we got in the elevator, I, I was I think all... I got mesothelioma. Go ahead. Oh, do you? Oh my God! When we were standing at the concert, I straight up turned around to the people in front of me, and because they saw what I saw when he stuck his fingers up her skirt, and I was straight up like, I was straight up like, I just got secondhand STDs. <laughs> yeah, I forgot no. about that. No, no. you she just said, said she got secondhand that, STDs. Hold she on, said. hold on. I, we're breaking. We're breaking up. Every time I talk, I can't hear what everybody else is saying. But no, Tony, don't lie. I know what you said. You said, bitch, that's my move. And Todd, I'm sorry to disappoint you tonight. You know what I'm drinking right now? What? Diet Pepsi. That's okay. He doesn't even have a drink. Shut up. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for keeping me from getting 86. Johnny, two episodes right in a row, folks, I apologize. <laughs> the creator of this show doesn't follow the show rules, and I made him. Johnny, it's two weeks in a row, I've never done this. <laughs> Well, I, this is no shit, dude. If you, I can shake it up and let, let you listen to this. I'm drinking Dot Pepsi. <laughs> well, then you oh, know you yeah. can have a talk. Some of us, well, one of us has to hold the board down. All right, all right, all right hold on. All right, if one of us got to hold the board down. Hold on. All right, all right. Just, just for the record, I got it in my freezer right here beside me. Listen, did you hear that? Did you crack a can? Yeah. All right. Good. No, I cracked a. You keep no, a I, I cracked a, a little bit of cork. <laughs> there you go. You keep your beer yeah, in your freezer? Say again? You, you keep broke your up. beer in your freezer? No, that wasn't a beer. That was a quart jar. 
Ah, uh, moonshine. Uh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. I keep that in the freezer. So that's that's what I just took a sip of. Since since neither one of us had our credentials this evening, I was drinking Diet Pepsi. I had to hold the fort down. So I just took a sip. Do you partake in the pies? Absolutely, I take part in the pies. He's got apple pie moonshine right now. Mm. That's what I just had a sip of. <laughs> Tell you what, apple I love moon. me some blueberry pie. Oh, oh, that sounds interesting. Oh, it's real good. I haven't had blueberry pie. No, I have not. The, the most of the uh, friends that I deal with they usually can get me some apple pie from you know the legal stuff from the liquor store yeah of course yeah of course yeah johnny we got some big news this week <laughs> i'm sorry brother i'm sorry i coughed and you broke up i'm sorry what'd you say stop coughing <laughs> i know i'm sorry i said we got some big news this week brother yes we did get some big news and I will let you announce that because you know all the details. We are officially a part of the Anchor family. The Anchor Podcast family, we are officially there. We had a wonderful and tremendous run with Podbean. I will never say anything bad about them, but it was time for the way that this show has grown to take a bigger leap. And we we believe that we found such a tremendous home here on Anchor. Yeah, I'm so thankful to be a part of it. They give us a whole bunch of different analytics. And if anybody's thinking about podcasting or if anybody who listens to this has a podcast, I know we have so many podcast listeners who listen to us. Think about Anchor. You mean podcast hosts who listen to you? Sure. If you have a freaking podcast, <laughs> just switch to Anchor, okay? <laughs> so... This is the first episode that we are putting out through Anchor. So many great avenues uh, to make money. If, if you do podcasting like most of us do just for fun because you love it, but always dreamt of actually making a dime or two, switch to Anchor because you can get it, like I said at the beginning of the show, no minimum of listenership, no nothing. You At the very beginning, the first episode you put out, you'll start to make money on it. And the analytics are cool because if anybody has a podcast, you can always see where your listeners are. Well, on Anchor, it breaks it down per town, Johnny. That's awesome. Not just state no more. We can check the towns. So if you got a buddy in a town and he's not listening to your show, you'll know. So I'm gonna every time I get a new listener from Virginia, I'm gonna tell you the town. If you got friends in other towns and that doesn't show up, I'm gonna need you to. Uh, I'm going to need you to send a message. Oh, I'll, I'll send a message. I got no problem. But I'm very happy. I'm very happy this far with Anchor. It's so easy to use. It's pretty tremendous. And they give you and they distribute you to more platforms than what I know of any other podcast provider. So Johnny on Podbean, we were on a whole bunch of different sites. We were on everything, but now we've gained even four more. Nice. It's going to be a big time. We've got good things coming. Looking forward to it, brother. I, I hope we pick up uh, many more counties, countries, states, whatever. I hope we look forward. I hope everybody enjoys it. We just get on in and have a good time. 
So, um, another thing that I want to bring up just for everybody, you know, if you like the show, if you love the show, if you are a repeat listener and so many of you guys are, and Johnny and I cannot be thankful enough for you. If you want to support the show, this show is brought to you for free each and every week. Every single week, me and Johnny grind through this. You know, like Johnny says, just grinding. Well, you know what? Sometimes we grind through this at wee hours of the morning, extremely late at night, just to put this out for you guys. If you want to support the show, you can go to anchor.fm slash Todd Orner from the Toddcast, and there's a little support button. You can click that support, and for even as low as 99 cents, you can support the show. We would greatly appreciate it. Help to go on to do bigger and better things to give you guys more content to help you guys hear this ridiculousness that we bring to you guys each and every week. I remember when you used to have a professional podcast. <laughs> you say that every week. Well, damn it, sometimes I, I need to when I have you on here. <laughs> Hold on. Every, it seems like if I'm talking when you're talking, you break up. What did you say? I said, ever since I had you on here, I feel like I have to say that. <laughs> I agree with you. That's why I brought it up, because you haven't brought it up yet. <laughs> so, no, oh, we got a lot of good things coming. We got a lot of cool stuff coming. Yes, we do. Is Miss Tawny Ray still on the air? Miss Tawny Ray is right here. Yeah, and Miss Tawny Ray is about to kick your ass. Uh-oh. What? Oh, sh- uh-oh. What I do now? No, not you, him. Oh, Oh, thank God you sounded like my wife. Holy shit, I thought I did something wrong. He Ooh. thinks that just because we're on the air, I won't call him out for stealing my drink and my food and anything else. <laughs> but, but, honey, Miss Tawny Ray, I'm not going to lie to you. When you said I'm about to kick your ass, my you heard my immediate response. Oh, shit, what did I do now? Because <laughs> that's what I hear from my wife. Holy crap! I'm glad it wasn't me. <laughs> Look, let me tell you a quick story. Just out of the blue, it was yesterday. I'm 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 up in the air. I'm up on the lift. We're bleeding brakes on a 1962 MGA. I'm up in the air. All I'm doing is pumping brakes. Well, I'm sitting there. Things are going through my mind, and I went, I wonder how Dream is doing. I wonder how Shelly's doing. I'm like, just let me text them. So I text my daughter. I said, hey, just wanted to say I love you. I text my daughter that. I turn around right next to that. I text my wife, and I said, just wanted to say I love you. Okay? So here are the responses I get back. The one from my daughter was, I love you too. What do you want? <laughs> okay? That's from my daughter. Then immediately after that, I get from my wife, I love you too. What did you do? And I respond to both of them. Damn it, can I just text you in the middle of the day and say I love you? I swear to God, I'll screenshot the messages if you want. That's the responses I got. I just, out of the blue, I wanted to tell you I love you. It doesn't mean I did something. <laughs> now give me $20. Shit. <laughs> do what? And now give me $20. <laughs> <You're> right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, going going into this thing where if I start talking and I hear somebody else talk, I'll stop because I want to try to hear you all. 
I love listening to podcasts. I love listen. I, I listen to them all week long. That's why if if I'm talking and I hear somebody else talk, I'll stop. Because do you know how many podcasts I listen to when I'm trying to listen to three people talk at the same time? I freaking can't do it. You can ask my wife. If I'm on the phone talking, say I'm talking to you, Todd, and Dreamer starts talking to me, I'd lose all concentration on what's going on. Oh, I know you do. Uh, yeah, I know. You, you know that. And, because I, and God bless him, I love listening to Graham Allen, Dear America podcast. I love his podcast. I listen to it every week, twice a week. Oh, my gosh, though. Trying to listen to him and Alyssa and, and producer Jake all talk at the same time, I can't do it. So anytime I'm talking and somebody else starts to talk, I'll just stop and listen. Because I, I can't do it. I can't concentrate like that. <laughs> hey, did I tell you about the guy with with – uh... Did I tell you about the guy who had his arm chopped off and he wanted to and uh, spit it out? And he called a taxidermist to stuff his arm. Oh, here we go. No, you did not. No, this is actually not a dad joke. This is real. Did you hear about this? <laughs> Bullshit. It's not it's a dad joke. A dad I promise. Joke. I wouldn't trust him. All right. Okay, tell the story. There was and no, and the reason why I'm saying this is because I heard this on a podcast. Okay. Okay. L- last week I mentioned about you know how I listen to the Meat Eater podcast every Monday. Yep. Well, Steve Vanilla was and uh, and his boys were telling this story, and I don't know if anybody heard it, and I'm not one for like stealing other people's content, but I gotta say this because this is one of the greatest stories of all time. This guy had an accident happen, and he had to have his arm chopped off. But he wanted to save and preserve his arm. So right. he called. So like his arm was kept on ice. He asked if he if he could have it from the doctors, and they gave it to him, I guess, because it's his. And uh, he called like six different taxidermists, asking if they would be willing to stuff his arm for him and mount it. Everybody said no, except for this place up in Canada, in Alberta, Canada. So he called them, and they were like, uh, can we see it first? You know, kind of like, is this real? So this dude hopped the border, drove the whole way up to Alberta, Canada, and presented them his arm. And they stuffed it for him. I'm still waiting, dude. He got me in suspense. Dude, it's just not real? a freaking dad joke. I'm serious. This is a real story. Okay. All right. All right. You always dude, think I'm going to spit out dad jokes. You got to understand. <laughs> you get me with this shit every week. I'm always on edge. <laughs> I, uh, that's called power, Johnny. Uh, no, that's called hilarious in this Oh, so hold on. Speaking of hilarious hilariousness, hey, 
Can you spin the basketball on your finger? Johnny, I'm going to slap you in the lips next time I see you. Hold on. Hey, that. Okay. Can you spin a basketball on your finger? Absolutely, I can. I was a basketball player. How big do the balls got to be right. for you to do it? I can, All you hey, need to know is, did, yes, did I can you, spin did, a basketball on my finger, John. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me ask you. Did your son ask you a question this afternoon? Yes. Okay. What was that question? If I can spin a basketball on my finger, and I said yes. All right. And what was your response? Don't worry I, about what my I'll response read it. was. I'll, I'll, I'll read it. It doesn't matter to me. I got the response. My response was yes. Yep. Was yes, it? I can. I can't spin the mini basketball. I'm so much better with big balls. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Todd. <laughs> so not everything needs to be put out there, all right? And I'm talking basketballs, folks. Don't listen to her. Don't listen to him. Don't listen. To, if it's not coming out of my mouth, don't listen to it. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We only put it out there because we love you, brother. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did say that. I did. Yeah, it did. It came right out of your mouth. I catch so much shit. I can't let you slide on something like that. Come uh, on, yeah, man. Yeah, you can. I'm the, I'm the owner. I am the producer. Yeah, you can. We need, you know, we need to get Lawrence back here because now I'm starting to need more stories about you. There's been so many stories about me. This is the first good thing I've heard. This is the first hilarious thing I've heard. I had to put that out there, brother. I don't have stories about me. Yeah, you do. I don't think I do. I just haven't got. I, I just haven't gotten in touch with the right people yet. <laughs> you want to hear a story about Todd from last night? Uh oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. I don't have a story from last night. Oh, you don't? No. No. Oh. Okay. KY. Todd, what is the number K-Y? one thing that I hate so much that you do every freaking day? Oh, God. Where Say do I, it. Where do I start? You know what it is. No, I don't. Oh, yes, you do. No, I don't. Todd loves, hold on. for some reason... Hold, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out. Hold on, just give me one second. All right, I put a dip in. Let's go. What are you doing? I, I just put a dip in. I got to hear this. All right. He's preparing. Okay. So, Todd, for whatever reason, thinks it's just totally cool and appropriate to shit his pants at all freaking times of the day. Okay? Specifically. No, specifically. 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 Stop making up stories. When we're in bed. Now. There is something to note about me and Todd here. One of us has the nose of a well-trained hound dog. Which would be me. The other, for whatever reason, 
constantly has to smell like a dumpster fire. Now, for whatever reason, he seems to think that the most appropriate time to empty his bowels are when we get in bed for the evening. This is so not true. And last night, I had a full-blown conversation with him while he was sleeping because he was just shitting the bed every five freaking minutes. I didn't shit in the bed. And it got to the point. Don't make people think I do that. You might as well have. I don't do that. It got to the point where I straight up looked over at him. I'm like, are you done? Do you need to go to the bathroom? And dead in his sleep, he goes, what, did I fart? Like, you knew! You knew! <laughs> this is another P-Trip episode! <laughs> I, uh, I, don't, I don't think this is true. I think this is uh, fake news. Uh-huh. Is that why I bought oh. you toilet spray for in our bathroom? That way you can go that's fart not, away from everybody? That's clearly for our daughter. It should be. Johnny, don't listen to her. Obviously, no, you're going to be better than that. I'm going to tell you, brother, I'm going to tell you right now, this is another pee drip episode because I guarantee you I got a dark spot in my gray underwear. <laughs> <laughs> my shorts turned up. Do yours. Do what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Oh God, dude! I am laughing so my my sides are hurting me so bad. <laughs> Johnny, I'm gonna say something real quick. Uh, tell me, brother. Remember when I used to have a professional podcast? No, I remember. She it's said been a while. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You made me snort. <laughs> I, I never thought in a million years I would 86 two people at one time, but uh, you guys are pretty much basically finished with my show. Her for fake news, and you for uh, you for your beliefs and support. Don't lie. You know you gave her the Dutch oven. You know you did. I, I you did that, that shit on purpose. She kicked the bear in the face, John. I'm not, I ain't doing that. Hey, agreed. I wouldn't do it either. Oh, oh my gosh, dude. You don't understand. My sides are hurting right now. <sighs> I think this is... I think we might have to call it quits on this episode. Yeah, well... It's starting to get too embarrassing. <laughs> How do you think I felt the past four episodes? <laughs> I, I got to cut it off before it gets worse. Oh, we got many more episodes to go, homie. Johnny, where can they find you on social media, my friend? Johnny Simo, Tattooed in the Wild. And then, of course, you follow Todd Ordorf on the Toddcast. Folks, if you want to email the show, you can email the show at onthetodcast.gmail.com. Todd Ordorf on the Toddcast on Facebook and Instagram. Where can they find you, Smoking Hot? What's your Instagram handle? Miss Tawny Ray. Miss Tawny Ray. You're going to get like 
you're, you're going to get that little blue check mark. Yeah, John, she's especially when you go in there. Especially when you go in there and look at her photographs. When you go on there and you look at her photographs, you'll be you'll you'll be hitting the uh uh what is it called notifications. Because the photographs are just beautiful. Oh, thanks. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Folks, this has been another crazy and outrageous episode, and uh, kind of thankful that I had a third member on today. I'm kind of unsure about this right now. But, folks, my oh, name no, is Todd Orndorff. Thank you for listening. Out. Peace. We're talking about a man. That's me. He's esteemed. He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. That's far. Mr. Tuttle. Let's go. I'm a podcast veteran. Been in the game for 10 years. I got the co-host. That knows most. And that's John. And I'm Toddy. This is the TC. 